Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, we're going to talk about marriage and in sickness and in health. Listen, y'all, marriage is hard, 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 hard. I, you know, I want to say it's right up there with raising kids. I, I don't know that it's, um, I don't know that raising children is as hard as marriage. And I'll tell you why, because I know I've seen the little memes about raising chicken, raising children is like being pecked to death by chickens. And because I have chickens, I can understand that. And I do chuckle at it, but you know, you've been given the opportunity to really be a, a sculptor with children. These children come to you. They don't come with instructions, but they're a blank slate and you can really shape them into the quality human you want them to be and maybe you want them to be compassionate or maybe you want them to be a stellar student or a star athlete and you can really shape that and so you know they come to you with some some little predetermined things their personality is kind of set and um, their tendencies are kind of already there but you can really shape them Um, you know there was a big thing um, several years ago about the dragon mom or whatever. And she was kind of, you know, to the extreme on shaping her children. But, um, anyway, has nothing to do with, it's just, you know, children, they're hard work, but you know, you're not dealing with something that already is where marriage, you know, you have taken this vow till death do us part with this person who may have health struggles, may have mental health struggles, may have physical health struggles, may end up being in a car accident. And, you know, the day after your honeymoon, you know, they end up a quadriplegic. Okay. Well, you just said till death do us part in sickness and in health. And so I want to encourage those people who might be judging um, the, those who are honoring those vows, listen, listen to me, listen, marriage is very, 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 very hard. And, you know, the, there's not going to be that bliss that you feel right this very second, the, you know, when you're in the honeymoon phase all the time, because they're going to do things that are going to annoy you. They're going to snore. They're going to leave the toothpaste cap off. They're going to blow dry your hair with the door open while, you know, you're sleeping. Um, they're going to maybe burn the dinner. They're going to forget to take out the trash. They're going to be fallible. They're going to be human. They're going to do all the things that I do and all the things my husband does, but they're also going to have these outside influences that are going to affect your union. They're going to have mental health struggles. They're going to have physically health struggles. They're going to have, you know, things that maybe they've gained a bunch of weight after you guys got married, or maybe they ended up a diabetic, or maybe they ended up with a mental health issue, or maybe, maybe they had all that and you married them anyway. You went into this eyes wide open, but life happens and things evolve. And so I want to encourage the world outside folks when you see something that makes you go hmm 
Why is she still with him? Hmm. Why is he still with her? You know, I would have left them. You are not ready for the commitment of marriage. Hear that. If that is your response, you are not ready for the commitment of marriage because you could be that person. You could be that person that you would have left. And do you want to be left? And so I want to encourage the world when you see couples that are in a relationship that make you go, hmm, I want you to remember to pray about them, think about them, encourage them because marriage is hard folks. I mean, I don't really have all the health issues that some people have, but I can guarantee you my husband is not walking around going, whoo. I'm king of the hill. Look who I'm married to. I guarantee that's not what he's doing. I'm guaranteeing you there's times he's like, I am going to kill her in her sleep. As soon as she closes her eyes and starts that freight train of snoring, I am going to kill her in her sleep. And yes, I'm sure that there are days that he feels like that. And I can tell you because I'm married to him. There are days I definitely feel like that. In fact, I have told him, go ahead and close your eyes. Don't be afraid. Close your eyes. So, you know, marriage is hard. You kind of laugh at it, tongue in cheek, be a little funny about it. But in all seriousness, there are couples who are struggling. They're trying to honor their vows and it's really, really incredibly difficult. And so when you encounter those couples, be a source of encouragement, love them, get them a cup of coffee, buy them a soda, you know, get them a water, give them a hug, but definitely add them to your prayers because folks to stay with someone when everything in your body is screaming run is hard, hard, hard work. But you know, the, everything in your body doesn't scream run every day. Everything in your body doesn't scream run even every week. But when you're in the heart of it, in the in the thick of it, on the front lines. Yeah, that particular time, your body's going, girl, dude, check out. But you're sticking with it because the other times you love them enough that you're going to weather this storm with them. And if they had their choice, they would not be the what was causing you to feel weighed down if they had their choice. But sometimes it's not within their choice. You know, sometimes they have a health issue that they cannot help. In fact, I have a really great friend. She's a type one diabetic and she is the most disciplined person I know when it comes to her diabetes. She does not leave the house without her little bag. She keeps a little teeny little cooler bag, but she keeps in it all the things she needs if her diabetes rears its ugly head. I have family that are type one diabetics, lots of family that have diabetes. And so, you know, there are times when that is really a, a bummer for her and really kind of weighs them down. Like we, you know, when she is with her grandchildren, it's hard for her to take them to do the fun water things because she can't really take her bag on those fun water things, but yet the diabetes could rear its ugly head in the middle of those fun water activities or at the water park. So then what's she supposed to do? And, you know, so there's times when it really does weigh heavy on them and it is burdensome. 
And so is her husband supposed to not love her anyway? I mean, you know, those days when it's hard, those times when it's hard, is he supposed to just check out on her or is he supposed to love her? And I can hear y'all are saying, well, he can't help, she can't help that. So of course he's to love her. Well, somebody with a mental health issue, they can't help that either. I mean, that's just all there is to it. They cannot help it. If they are struggling with, you know, depression, if they're struggling with PTSD, if they're struggling with bipolar, they cannot help it. So love them anyway. That's the in sickness and in health part. You don't just get life with that's a bowl full of cherries. I mean, real life is muddy and real marriages are made up in the messy bits. That's when you find out the quality of the human you said till death do us part. You find that out in the messy bits. You don't find that out in the good stuff. You find that out when the times are hard, when the kids are screaming and crying in the middle of the night and they can't lay down and sleep. You find that out when money is tight and they have managed to make a pot full of spaghetti last all week long and nobody felt hungry. You find that out when they are willing to cut off the cable and quit getting their hair done and their nails done and all these other frivolous things so that you can afford, you know, to fix your truck or whatever. That's when you find out the quality of the human you're with is in those messy times. And that's when you really strengthen your union and you strengthen your relationship. And so when you see someone that is living life seemingly in the messy bits all the time, I want to encourage you to not judge. I would have left. I wouldn't be putting up with that. That's a toxic relationship. I want to encourage you to pray for them, love on them. And if you need to be thankful, you aren't them. Okay, great. It's fine to say, Ooh, thank goodness. I'm not married to somebody who has all that, but you don't know what tomorrow holds. God is the only one who knows what tomorrow holds. So you may end up being married to someone with that. And then what are you going to do? And that's when I want to say to you, listen, this is why the vows say in sickness and in health, because those days are coming. I mean, you know, no tongue in cheek in all seriousness. Look at the man flu for goodness sakes. I mean, there are lots of women who function every day with COVID pneumonia. And then there's those that, you know, they get a little <coughs> and they have to be in bed. Okay. I mean, it, you know, sure. It's annoying. It's frustrating. It's all those things but it, it also all passes. And even if the issue is severe and significant and really debilitating towards the upward trajectory of your life, it's not for forever, but love them anyway. Pray for him, pray for her, reach out, give them a hug, give them a source of encouragement. Let them know you see all of their efforts and how hard they're working and let them know you appreciate that, you know, Hey, I am learning from you. I'm watching you and I am wanting you to know, I see how hard you're working and don't be uh, negative Nancy. Don't be, 
I don't know why you still stay. I would have left. They don't need to hear that. They're talking themselves off the ledge every day. And, you know, they, what they need to hear is, I hear you, I see you, I appreciate you, I applaud you. The same thing for the person who's struggling with the messy bits, not just the person who's loving them through it, giving lots of grace, but the person who's struggling with the messy bits. Let them know, listen, I know you're struggling right now. I don't know what's going on, but I, I'm praying for you. I'm here for you. I want to give you a hug if you want it. And I say if you want it because y'all know I'm not a hugger. Don't be hugging on me. But, you know, let them know that you are cheering them on and you believe in them and you're encouraging them because life is full of hard times and negativity, but you don't have to be the king and queen of that. You can be the person that is believing in them, applauding them, knowing that they're going to make it. Because when this passes, they're going to remember who was there for them, who was there breathing life and positive affirmation to, into them. And they're going to remember the ones who are saying, that's a toxic relationship. I'd get out of that. That's crazy. Okay. There are truly toxic relationships. Yes. But I'm talking about those that believe it's toxic because you're sticking with someone while they're struggling through a health crisis, whether it's physical or mental, emotional, that they cannot help. If they have something that they cannot help. Now, if they're an alcoholic or an addict, they cannot immediately help that they have this addiction, but they can seek help. And there is a difference. So, you know, if you're in that kind of a relationship, I encourage you to seek help. There's Al-Anon for you, Alateen for your children. There is support groups for the addict to overcome their addiction. That's different. Get help, but you can still love them through that as well. But I'm talking about physical and mental health issues that they cannot help. Their body does. I mean, type 1 diabetics would have given anything to not be born a type 1 diabetic. I guarantee it. And yet, there they are. They're having to live with it. And you have to live with it by default. Children with autism would do anything to not have this struggle. And yet, there they are. And their families and siblings have to love them through that anyway. Mental health issues, same thing. So that's what I'm encouraging you is love your neighbors through it. Love your family through it. Love your friends through it. Don't be a negative Nancy or a pesty Pete, but be positive, be encouraging, be a source of re-energizing for them. That's what I'm encouraging you to do. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Find us at 15minutesofsane.net or on social medias. Have a good one.